Hey everybody and welcome to another exciting episode of the Pokepub Podcast. It's uh, another uh, of the red team, the ruby red team coming in here with uh, me, Mario. And also with me is my sweet baby boy, Cody. Guys, I had a goof, but I ate it. Oh man. <laughs> I got hungry. <sighs> I mean, I guess it happens, though. I mean, I've been yeah. there. Done that. Oh, freaking munchlaxed it, man. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, we're going to have an exciting episode. We're going to do another two episodes of the anime, which I'm really digging. How about you? Yeah, it, it's getting really good. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything, but, like, well, I, I can't say anything without spoiling anything. But All right, yeah. that's good. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it in a minute because first we've got big news and I feel really, really shitty about this because we're recording this on Friday and it's probably not going to get out on tomorrow, Saturday, but we'll see. But Pokemon Community Day is happening and Tratinis are going to be everywhere and we're getting this to you late. But you can send us all your Dratini pictures anyway, especially if you catch them shinies. Because Community Day comes with shinies. I am hoping to catch my first shiny tomorrow. Oh, uh, man. It's so, going to be good. You have incense already because I know you're going to be stuck at the store. Yeah, I'm popping incense and I'm just going to be like, I'm going to have my phone under the counter for like three hours. I'm telling you, you need to get a Go Plus, man. Uh, it's It's on my list. All right, all right. But so it's going to be the same time as last month, which is Central... 1pm to 4 so easy to remember have your lunch go out and catch you a a butt ton a metric butt ton of Dratini and hopefully a shiny and the uh, big thing for this you know the Pikachu or Surf Pikachu last time you remember that yeah and this time everyone was saying oh we're gonna get Draco Meteor we're gonna get Draco Meteor and we are and it's also not going to be with the Dratini, because Dratini is pointless to give an awesome move like that. But it's coming with your Dragonites that you evolve tomorrow. And it just says if you evolve a Dragonite tomorrow or so during the know. event. We don't is it is so it's just if you evolve it during the event. Now, they did clarify and put out a, a tweet that I retweeted earlier today from our account. That uh, says that it will only be for evolutions. You cannot waste your charge candy, or you're wasting your charge candy if you try and spend it to give your already Dragonite Draco Meteor. Not going to happen. So, is it just what's evolved during the three hour period? Yes. Ugh. So, you've got three hours to get Draco Meteor. I'll Hopefully, they'll be. Dragonair. If you don't have anywhere near enough candy, you'll be tearing it up. If you've already got some candy built up, hey, you'll stack on. But it's going to be a good idea. And I know this is coming to you all late, but use your pineapple berries. Get all that Dratini candy to guarantee an evolution. You only need 120, so. Or is it 125? I think 125. 25 to Dragonair and then 100 to yeah. Dragonite. So you only need 125 at 6 a pop. That's not too horrible. 
I'm going to do my best. I'm starting with nothing. I've never caught a Dratini. Oh, man. So don't forget that lucky egg, then. Yeah. So on top of that, of course, the 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 lures, any lure started within the three hours is going to last three hours. So if you get one right at 3.59 and set it off, you're going to have three full hours on that. Um, and three times Stardust tomorrow, so get your star pieces out to boost that even higher. Uh, and we'll probably have tweeted that by the time you're hearing this in a little bit, so we'll tweet that in a minute so that hopefully everybody can get those notes and, and get it done. Get Take full advantage of this event that's going to be super fun tomorrow. And... On top of that, we had uh, another update today, or another news flash, I should say, which I'm really digging the new news flash system. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, they, um, you get notifications in the app. Yeah, and instead of it just being like the thing that pops up, you get like a little thing, and then it takes you to a nice full screen. Everything's got good clean lines now. It's real nice. But uh, yeah, so. Rayquaza is not alone. This is this is I think it's a good thing and a bad thing. Because Kyogre and Groudon are back. Both of them. Which if you missed it, fantastic news for you. Go out and get you one. If you just really like them and you want more, go out and get you some. But now it's gonna if you haven't got your Rayquaza yet and you know, you're going to have to be like, is this egg the one for me or am I going to have to burn this raid and, and not take it because it's the ones I already have? So a little bit of a double-edged sword, but still pretty exciting. I know from experience, I went out like the 15th last day for Kyogre and I did a Rayquaza raid. And then for my second raid of the day, I was going to go do a Kyogre and we couldn't even get enough people to show up to do it. So... That kind of sucked, but... Yeah. You might have that with Kyroger and Groudon coming back, too. Yeah, you might have people just burning off. Like, But, I mean, if you've got a good group that you raid with, you might could talk them into throwing down on your raid. Yeah. So, get with your communities and sort all your stuff out. And then, I mean, February... God, February is such a quick month, like... There's less than a week left. Yeah, it's almost over. So, that means that Palkia and Dialga are about to be gone. So, if you haven't gone to GameStop and got yours yet, go do that. But also, that means that Heatran and Regigigas are coming. I hate saying Regigigas, because <laughs> I don't know if that's right, and it drives me insane. It's it's a toughie. There's there's like G I G I G A. It's so bad, but it's a pretty good Pokemon. So yeah. those are coming out. It's beginning of March, right? March is after February. Yes, mm-hmm. that's how years. calendars work <laughs> every year. <laughs> uh, but you're not gonna have to go anywhere for that one. But you will need to be. A Pokemon Trainer Club newsletter subscriber. 
So if you're not, get yourself over to Pokemon.com, sign up for the Trainers Club, sign up for the newsletter, take the bullet, get that in your junk mail, and then go get that code to get your new Pokemon. It's worth it. Yeah. And I just wanted to give a heads up on that this time. I think when March starts, we'll give the full breakdown over like what exactly they're coming with and everything. But for now, how about we get into these episodes? These really were some exhilarating episodes. Oh, man. I, I didn't come... Uh, that one wasn't me. That's the name of the episode. It's uh, Lily's Exhilarating Challenge. Yes, it's very exciting. Yeah. It's very egg-centric. Um, Your puns are being excellent. No. Huh? Yeah, I'll allow it. All right, we'll <laughs> it's take it. It's a compliment, so. Um, <laughs> open up in the classroom. Toga tomorrow is on cocaine. Something, speed, meth. I don't know what the hell. I don't know what drugs do, so that boy was on something, though. Or girl, um, actually. That's right. Yeah. Uh, it was really cute. She's, like, playing around with Pikachu and Pip. Pipple up at first, and then she gets a little too much, but it's whatever. I'm pretty sure that, like, Toga Tomorrow knows rollout and just kept freaking going and smashing into shit, and bam, bam, bam. Yeah. At one point, she almost kills Lily. <laughs> because she's deathly allergic to Pokemon, which we get into this episode. Yes. Um. So... So Kukui walks in yeah, and says, we're going to have a special class with Island Oak. I forget, Samson, right? With Well, they call him Professor, don't they? Pr- uh, Principal Oak. Principal Oak, that's right. So they go and they go to his office and oh my god, the puns are so bad. Yeah, he's not good at them. You're really going to man-tyke this instead of like? Like, it's not, that, that's not working. You're, you're trying too hard, son. Make like a Psyduck and go for the Golduck. Um, you could have just said go for the Golduck and it would have been just as effective. Yeah. Anyway. Um, it was bad. Kakui's uh, Pokemon moves puns are much better, though. And they're not yes. really puns, he just works them into conversation. But uh, he does, Oak, as annoying as he is, does have some very exciting news. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm using that one twice, but I'm going with it. There's only so many egg puns out there. There there really is. We're really running out of yolks. Uh, All right. That's it. We're done. Done with the egg jokes. Um, oh, man. So he's got two eggs on the counter. One of them is the one Ash brought from Kanto. Yes, which is just like a free-range brown chicken egg. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the other one from Alola is white with little blue flowers all over it. And so what he tells them is that they're going to raise one. They get to pick one and the class raises one and he raises the other because he doesn't want to use science to find out what's in them. He wants to hatch them. Right. Like a true member of the educational society. Yes. So Now, it's re- really neat, though, because... You know, it's class project time. Um, is it just me, or are you pretty sure these are Vulpix eggs? I did not even think about that. 
So the the Kanto one is brown, kind of like the color of Vulpix's tail, and the Alolan one is kind of a. I mean, it could also be brown like dirt, so they could be sand shrew eggs, though. That's true. Um, they did find it up in the mountains. Yeah, he did mention that. That would make more sense for a sand shrew. Well, don't you find? I mean, it's in the other games, isn't? Don't you find like either one there? Yeah, I think so. Well, I, I remember finding Vulpix like out in a grassy area, but I mean, mm-hmm. a couple episodes. I know for sure Sandshrew sure. is up in the mountains in the game, yeah. so it might be a Sandshrew egg. Oh, wow! And that explains, I mean, a dirt brown egg because it's a ground Pokemon. Yeah, this, that I didn't never even thought of that, Cody. Wow, that's <laughs> it's definitely one or the other. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, because so, you, I mean, you've got to be able to compare the difference between Alolan Pokemon, right? And there's only so many different, you know, combinations, I guess. Right, right, right. Th- this is going to be good. I can't wait till this egg hatches. Now I'm really <laughs> excited about this. Um, so the the class has to raise it as a group, but they decide that Lily needs to do it because it's a good way for her to break her phobia. Right. Um, so, class lets out. So, oh. they let her pick first, and she picks the flowery one. Right, she picks the Alolan egg. Right. Also, there's a shot that I, I just happened to notice this, because Mallow and Kiawe are standing next to each other. But those two and Lana all have a matching charm. I never so noticed I, that. I, I, so, I watched it again after you wrote that note. And I did catch them. I'd seen the charms before, but I never put all the three together. Yeah. But also, there's a fourth charm. Does Sophocles so- have it? Sophocles has one on his belt buckle. Oh, okay. And they're like and the four- his, his is orange. And it's down? No, oh. they're all on the top. Oh, okay. Um, they, so they're little, look almost like four leaf clovers because you know we're doing an audio podcast. We have to describe things, right? Right. So they're like, like a D pad on a Game Boy. It kind of does, kind of does, and the top one is colored on all of them to their respective color. Right. Lana's is blue. Uh, Kiawe's is red. Mallow's is Mallow's green. is green, and Sophocles is orange. Right. Yeah, I wonder if Ash is going to get one. I don't know. Could be the center. Well, no, they're all they're all up, but I don't know why I was thinking they were different directions, but it would be neat. Yeah. So, Lily almost touches the egg. Yeah. You know, and she does, and at that point like this is like my notes from my first watch through. I was like maybe it's a Cosmog, right? Because in the game she's got the Cosmog. Right. But now that you totally gave me that Alolan versus Kanto Pokemon theory, I'm pretty sure you're right, and I was wrong. I wonder what could be the equivalent. Like, is there anything that could be the equivalent, uh, uh, like, Kanto Pokemon to Cosmog? Uh, just, like, I don't know. Like, coughing, maybe. Useless useless companion at first, uh, Togepi. Yeah. But we already know what one of those eggs looks like. Right. It's pretty, uh... Pretty 
but pretty much a dead giveaway there. Yeah, yeah. So, I I really think you're going to be correct on this one. But also, as they're playing with the egg and Lily's almost touching it, we notice a freaking Salandit creeping through the window, man. Yeah. Hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> he's just so creepy. Like, he spends all... <laughs> well, I guess it's a he. I don't know. Um. Anyway, I, I love whenever Salandit talks in this, because he never says his full name. It just says salad. And it sounds like it's saying salad, and it's hilarious. That is true. <laughs> so super intimidating there, bud. Yeah. I mean, it's like the creepiest salad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd be creeped out if a lizard walked through or peered through my window saying salad. But. Yeah. <laughs> For real. So when class lets out, um, as they're walking away from the school, uh, you can hear Ash say "see you later" or "see you later for alligator," and I love that, and I'm probably going to use that in real life. Use it like at work though, where nobody plays Pokemon. Oh yeah, it'll confuse the hell out of people. Yeah, they're going to be like, "Do you not know how to say alligator?" <laughs> so as I was typing the notes, trying to type out for alligator, is it just me, or do you think whenever they were making silver and gold they didn't have enough characters to fit the actual like proper yeah, spelling in because they didn't put the O yeah and there's only um, well I think Feral spelled right but I don't know it's just it's always bugged me the way it's spelled I don't know I feel like you're getting more than nine letters wait yeah, that's ten, ten letters isn't it yeah that might be 10. Hmm, I don't know. That might be the hard limit. Might have to look that up. Looking yeah, we'll up. have to see. Um, but so. yeah, so they're leaving, and Ash is going to go with Lily to help her take care of the uh, egg and practice touching it. That's yeah, they're going to touch each other's Pokemon. They're going to they're gonna go to Lily's room and touch it. Um, yeah. But it turns out that she got money, yo. Yeah. Like this fancy-ass car pulls up with suicide doors. Yeah. Hobbs rolls up. Which, at first I thought his name was Hops. And I was like, man, I hope he's got a Baneri. That would have been awesome. Yeah. So yeah, uh, roll up to her estate. Yeah, no joke. So they're like driving in this fancy car and Ash is like, how long till we get to your house? And she's like, we're already on the estate. And Ash doesn't even know what estate means because he's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Rodham Dex is like, it means her front yard. Thanks, bud. Thanks, yeah. But yeah, she got a rich bitch house, man. Yeah. Um. So they... They go up to her room to find a place to put the egg. Um, yeah, she, and they she, they see like some pictures of Lily as a kid, and it turns out she used to good touch Pokemon. Yeah. Um, and like she basically has amnesia about the whole reason why she can't touch Pokemon. Yeah, no. So she totally doesn't remember trauma traumatic Pokemon event, 
and she cannot remember why she cannot touch Pokemon anymore, but she totally used to could as a kid. And the the butler wasn't there for the experience, like she went on a trip or something and came back and was that way? Yeah. But also, they show her brother and mother for some foreshadowing. Ooh. Um, and it's the same brother and mother from the game, if I'm not yes. mistaken. Which I'm sure we'll tell you more about in future episodes. Yeah, I'm sure that that... I, I, I get the feeling that probably has something to do with why she's scared of Pokemon. Probably. It, it was probably the dude's fault. What's his Gladion? Yeah. It's such a weird name. It sounds like a Eevee evolution. Yeah. Do you notice how Ash is always, like, ending up in all the girls' rooms? Yeah, this is the second time in eight episodes. I'm just saying, he's a little player. Yeah. Except he doesn't know what to do with it. Because <laughs> he's ten. He is Forever. ten. Forever. Yes. But yeah, so they practice touching the Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah, there's some really weird lines in this scene. Um, Like, come on, Lily, trust my buddy and pet my Pokemon like there's no tomorrow. And it's just like, could we have not written that better? Right, right. Just play with my little guy. Wait, what? Yeah. Quick while the butler's gone. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, so she goes to touch Pikachu, and Ash is like, don't move, Pikachu. And of course, as she gets close, Pikachu jumps up and bumps her, and she shits herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they try Rowlet, who's asleep, and they're like, oh, yeah, this will be fine. And then Rowlet, like, Rowlet, like has a dream or something, and just like freaks out and starts screaming and swatting around, so that doesn't work. Not at all. And then they were like, oh, let's try Rotom, because, you know, he's just a Pokedex, and he gets insulted by that and ruins it. And I kind of came to the conclusion that none of his poke, none of Ash's Pokemon listen because he doesn't have any badges in this region. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, but they don't have badges in this reason, region. Right. <laughs> Maybe Ash is just a bad trainer. That, too. That, too. So, it turns out, though, that even though Lily cannot touch Pokemon, and she still loves Pokemon, so she's got, like, all kind of flipping books and stuff, and then she's got this playground outside for, like, all the Pokemon in the area to come and just have a freaking blast, and she can watch from her balcony. Yeah, just wild Pokemon or wander by and playing her... Or uh, garden, which is pretty cool. And then, like, a Butterfree shows up, and she's also got, like, all special kinds of food for each kind of Pokemon. And so she feeds the Butterfree, which is pretty fun, pretty neat. Can we talk about how crazy it would have been if it had been that Butterfree? Right? Like, it just shows up, and it's like, Ash, buddy, long time no see. Meet the kids. Yeah. (laughs) There's, like, 14 Caterpies. That would have been great. That would have been fantastic. Just like when it, when it came on screen for just a split second, I was like, oh, please let it be that butterfree. Right. Hoorie! Oh, is it him? Is it him? <clears throat> nope. Uh-oh. So no they also chance. have a sweet-ass um, battle arena in their backyard. Or their back estate. 
Um, and Ash kind of flips out about that and wants a battle, and the butler volunteers. Yeah, because it turns out, you know, you just keep staff ready to fight. Yeah, I mean, they got like underground fight club after dark. Yeah, because he's the best. Uh, he's the best battler on staff. And he pulls out a pretty cool. I mean, I think because we're only eight episodes in, and you know, a season of Pokemon is like fifty fucking episodes, right? So. I think we're still getting exposed to a lot of new Alola. And mm-hmm. I think they did a really good job of breaking out the Oricoro now. Yeah, because it's probably going to show up again in one of its different forms. Right, right. So, what's the guy's name again? Hobbs. Hobbs. He's got the pom-pom Oricoro, which is the yellow one. Which is actually pretty cool. Like, it uses some moves that we haven't really seen before, I guess. I'm not, I don't know about previous seasons, but... Yeah, well, I mean, at first he's using Mirror Move, which we've all seen and know. Yeah, so... I love how Rowlet counters Mirror Move with a Mirror Move to come out with a net tackle. Yeah. Like, I was just like, okay, whatever, that worked. I mean, it's definitely an Ash tactic. Yeah. Like, Ash is the king of, like, winning, like, Kamehameha battles. And just just in the sense that they're, like, they punch, right, and they connect fists, theoretically. Mm-hmm. Here it's bird feet, they connect. Claws, yeah. And, and basically, Ash is just like, now push harder! So he does. And it and works. It works. But then he also, he gets his butt kicked. Yeah. Um, Orikoro's Revelation Dance is pretty badass. Yeah. And it's a badass name, too. Yeah, seriously. It's like freaking Doom and Gloom Revelation Dance. Yeah. Call forth the beast and whatnot. It's just rubbing pom-poms together and shooting electricity. Which, of course, you know, Rowlet's a bird still. Yeah. Kind of an unfair fight. Yeah, well, Ash is the... Well, I mean, I guess he didn't know anything about Orikoro, but that's why you have a Rodom Dex. Right. Listen to him. So, yeah. But uh, when he gets knocked out, he uh, lands on Lana, who came... I mean, not Lana, Malo. Malo. Who came over to make sure Lily was okay. At which point, we hear Lily scream... Because little salad lizard showing up trying to eat the egg. And lo and behold, Lily does it. She touches the egg. She like dives on top of the egg to protect it. To shield in, it. In true mama fashion. Yeah. And so then, of course, they come in and they whip the shit out of this land it. And then everyone's all happy because she touched the egg. Yay, she did it. She did Yay. it. Plot development, character development. It's a good one. It's yeah. Good I, it was a good episode. Lots of action. Lots of. I, I really liked the character development. We learned a lot about Lily. Mm-hmm. Which There's I feel be... like Lily is like the good, like the mystery character. So it, like we're going to end up learning a lot about her. Mm-hmm. And she just gets more and more interesting every time. 
Yeah, I'm glad that we actually like got somewhere with it. Like, it's not just, oh, I can't touch Pokemon. Oh, I still can't touch Pokemon. Like, we're getting into the character's story. Yeah, for real. She's going to be a real deep part of this whole storyline, which, of course. But I, I, I like what they're doing with it. I really do. Yeah, definitely. Which, uh, that's the end of that episode. And the uh, next episode is called To Top a Totem. Which, yay, we're finally going to get to see some totem Pokemon. Yeah. In all of their glory. So, how does this one open up, Cody? Ash uh, and Pikachu are both awake. Uh, Ash is, like, dreaming about his Z-Crystal and it breaking and everything. See, that's what I thought. I just wasn't sure. Yeah, and then uh, Rodham wakes up and is like, Hey, how are you all already awake? What did you do with the Ash that sleeps in? That's true. That yeah. Okay. Now I remember. Now I remember. Yeah. He because he's because Rotom has an alarm clock feature. Right. And yeah, I remember Ash dreaming like, "Oh man, I really want to get me one of them Z crystals." And then Pikachu gets fat and eats all the food. And boy, does he! That is an unflattering shot of Pikachu. <laughs> like he's glossy, and there's food all over his stomach, and. It, it, he looks like that uh, the World of Warcraft episode of of South Park. Yeah, it's exactly what he looks like. It's pretty pretty rough. Pretty rough day, Pikachu. Pretty rock rough. Uh, Who they leave behind? Yeah, he has to guard the house. I, I want a filler episode where it's Rock Rough's house party. Dude, yes. I feel like he, like, tries to clean up after people when they're gone. Yeah. And it's very cute. It's adorable. Everything that dog does is amazing. Yes. He's a good boy. Yeah. Everybody loves him. That's right. So, out in the fields. Out here in the fields. Um, sorry. (laughs) They're just Rattata fucking shit up. Yeah, with a couple of Raticates in there. Just... yeah. Black Death roaming across the freaking yeah, islands, man. Kind of scary looking, honestly. So, like but they yeah. uh, they cause a little stamp. They cause some Tauros to stampede that are hauling some logs and block a road. Yeah, basically they knock a a logging truck <laughs> over and throw all the l- the lumber everywhere. Yeah. So then they accuse Pokemon to put it back, and Hala shows up. Mm-hmm. With his, and he got uh, a Hariyama who's just like super beef boy. Like yeah, buff. he's just like I got all these logs. Um, and then Officer Jenny shows up. Right, and, and then like Hala talks though. Like before we go any further. Oh yeah, we gotta talk about Hala's voice. Hala's <laughs> just like, well, hey there, darling. Like. I would be okay with Hala narrating my life, you know? Like, yeah. Mel, he's like, uh... Morgan Freeman. Remember. Morgan Freeman. I don't know why I blinked on his name. Yeah, it's it's like a, it's like in between Morgan Freeman and James Earl Jones deep. It really is. It's a thing of beauty. The man has a, a beautiful voice. Whoever that voice actor is, bless them. 
Yes, he needs more work. All the work. So then um, some Machamp show up and finish cleaning up the mess. Yeah, and then there's like a random haunter. Yeah, there's this, like, uh, Hala's like, hey, come see me tomorrow, we'll start your trial or whatever. And then there's this really weird segue where it's just a haunter being goofy for a second, and then it's the next day. And and they, I thought maybe there was going to be something to come from it, but nothing. No, that's the last time we see that haunter. I'm so mad. But, you know, there's been a lot of, like, like, there's that haunter, and then there's the one from the dream sequence with Mimikyu, or the death sequence with Meowth. Yeah, that's true, where they're fucking with him. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. just seems... That's... The we've, island's a scary place. Jeez. Yeah, we've seen two more haunters than I expected this season. <laughs> yeah, so then... Uh, Ash gets, like, a history lesson and a mission from Hala as his first part of his challenge, which is to figure out how to solve the Ratata problem. Well, the rat problem, because it's Ratatas and Raticates. Right. And so he learns that Ratatas were a problem. Or, like, rats were a problem taking over the whole island, they were just brought like in. they did earlier. Yeah, they were brought and, in on trade ships. Right, and so then they brought in Young Goose and Gumshoes to kill the rats. Which I thought was a really cool little bit of lore on the island and everything. Yeah, I mean, and it, I mean, it's totally, things like that have happened before. Right. It's kind of why there's, like, in Australia, feral cats are a thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, crazy-ass feral cats, not like when we see a stray cat in the streets here. Right. Like, I remember episodes of The Crocodile Hunter back in the day where, like, Steve was just chasing cats. Man, how great would... Uh, wait. Yeah. I, <laughs> I got Crocodile Hunter and Crocodile Dundee mixed up for a second there. Yeah, um, a little bit of difference. Yeah, just a bit. Um, I would love to see, like, a Crocodile Hunter equivalent of Pokemon. Yes. That would be That would be great. And, uh, but yeah, so, Ash has to figure out how to get the Young Goose and Gumshoes to help him, uh, fight the damn things. Get rid of the rat problem. Meanwhile, uh, Team Rocket have escaped their prison. <laughs> yes. And so Ash ends up in the cave where, if you've played the game, you're walking around looking for gumshoes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Or diglets, or not diglets, young goose and whatnot, so that you can get to the totem Pokemon. Which is what he's trying to do so that he can try and get them to help. Which, they nailed that cave. It looks exactly like it did in the game. Yeah, they did a good job. wonder which came first. Probably guessing the game. Probably. But, uh, yeah, so they he does that, and then Team Rocket shows up and gets blasted off quickly. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. They're just like, oh, we've escaped our 
you know, captor, and then it slashes back to him force-feeding them berries and honey. And then he catches them again when they get blasted off. Yeah, it's 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 kind of weird. I still love it, but it's kind of weird. Yeah, there's like a whole, I think there's going to end up like, I don't know, because they do, they like the beware, but it's kind of Stockholm-y. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just like a clingy girlfriend. It's like, we just want to go out and steal Pokemon. No! Let's watch movies. <laughs> Let's eat honey and berries. Netflix and chill. And hug. But yeah, so... Then, like, the freaking Totem Gumshoes comes out. And he's kind of awesome. Well, first there's a Young Goose and a Gumshoes that are pretty... You know, hit for hit with Rowlet and Pikachu. Yeah, and then well, yeah, I mean, and then the uh, the totem comes out, and man, like the whole thing, like you're right, they were like going at it pretty good, but that the battle with the with the the, the, the totem. totem was intense. Yeah, it was like, I mean, there, there's no better way to describe it than like the it's a Freaking super-sized, Super Saiyan gumshoes. Pretty much. And, like, the, they're fighting two-on-one with him. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's got a Pikachu and a Rowlet. Yeah. That's probably fair. Yeah. And, I mean, it was intense, though. Like, he was taking the hits and getting knocked back. And finally, Ash actually wins a battle. Yeah. And he takes out the gumshoes. And they give him Normalium Z. So he gets a Z crystal. Yay. So not he wins. He That's wants. what he wanted. It's it's not the one he wants, but it's one. Yeah. Tackles a normal move. He can use it for Rowlet. Quick attack on Pikachu. That's true. Which he uses a lot. That's true. But, you know, nobody shows him the Normalium dance. I'm really hoping the next episode is someone teaching him to dance. Yeah, yeah, true. Because, like, at the end of it, like, he gets a shot to, like, Hala's going to give him a shot at battle. Right, which is going to be the next episode, I assume. I guess maybe then Hala will teach him the dance. Well, you know, he kind, of, he kind of already knew the electric dance whenever he had the um, electric Z-Crystal. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, f- we'll figure it out. I'm, I'm pretty sure they showed it to him. Coco, Tapu Coco showed it to him. But Okay. But uh, we'll see. It's going to be good. I'm pretty sure that's going to be the next episode, but we'll find out on the next episode of Pokepub because that's the end of this one. So, yeah, I mean, what did you think of that episode, Cody? I really liked it. Um, like, I mean, I really enjoyed pretty much every episode we've watched so far, but I really like this one because it's actually like, I feel like it's getting on with the storyline. Yeah, finally getting onto the challenge. Like, a lot of the episodes have just kind of been filler. Like, a little bit of character development, but mostly filler, and this one's actually like, getting on with the, 
Yeah, with the challenge, like the island challenge, and, you know, eventually maybe we'll make it to the other islands. I'm sure we will. I mean, there's yeah. going to be like 50 episodes, and we're on eight, nine right. now, so. We're only almost a year behind what they've released, but, you know, we'll get there. Yeah, and we've just been pretty damn busy, so it's like both of us have been having trouble. Yeah, life happens. Yeah, life, man, life. Hopefully we'll get a chance to get on a more regular schedule. Mm-hmm. But I, I really can't wait to watch the next two episodes and make another episode of Pokepub. Yeah. Uh, if you want to let us know what you think about any of these episodes, or if you want to ruin our day and spoiler us. Or point uh, out something we missed. Point out something we missed. Uh, show us your Pokemon, whatever. Email show us, us. Show us how you touch Pokemon. No, oh, no. don't do that. Don't, I don't do that. No, let's not that do back. that. No. You can email us, though. We have an email address at pokepubcast at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter at pokepubpodcast. We got a phone number for you to leave us late night messages at 559 559- Zapdo6, that is 559-927-3676. And if you want to find us personally, I am at Bearded Piscator. I'm at Cody Ogilby. Uh, if you want to find Josh, he's at Josketh. And Robert is at Robert D-O-U. Don't forget to hit him up. And, uh, yeah, that, that about wraps it up for us. Uh, looks like the PokePub podcast is signing off again. again. Ding. <clears throat> Close enough. Oops. Oops. <laughs>